Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, welcome back, and thanks for joining me again this week on Healing at the Speed of Light. This is your weekly laser therapy podcast. We're talking about research, as we do many weeks. We talk about research that has come out new information that we are learning about light and laser therapy, which has been around since the 60s, but just in the last couple of years, we've had over a thousand studies published just since 2015 even. And it's really exciting stuff. It's a rapidly changing environment, and it's really hard to keep up with not only as a doctor, as a healthcare practitioner, but especially as a patient, you know, if it's not uh, something that you have a real passion for, and you're just now hearing about light therapy or laser therapy, then keeping up with the research is certainly something that's not really on your radar. So my goal here is to bring you research summaries. And that's exactly what we're doing today. And we're talking about a subject we have not touched on before. That is wound healing. Now, before I go any further, I want to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Laser Therapy Institute. Laser Therapy Institute is a network of expert laser therapy providers and you can find out if there's a clinic near you by going to the website lasertherapyinstitute.org and checking the map if you can find someone near you excellent if you don't see someone close enough by and you'd like some help finding a good laser therapy practitioner near you send me an email info at lasertherapyinstitute.org my name is Dr. Jason Roundtree, and I'm a chiropractor and certified medical laser safety officer. I'm also the founder of Laser Therapy Institute. So what we do is help healthcare providers with getting the right equipment, getting the right settings and protocols for light therapy so that their patients can have excellent results. And that is why I will encourage anyone that's looking for laser therapy to find one of our providers because they have the absolute best equipment and the best training, the best protocols that are in existence right now for laser therapy treatment. Okay, now all of that being said, let's go ahead and get into the research for today's topic, wound healing, right? Now this article that I'm going to be talking to you about is brand new. This was published in August of 2021. That is really uh, not even a month old at this point when you're listening to this podcast. Um, so brand new research published in the BMJ Open Journal. And the title of the study is Clinical Effects of high-intensity laser therapy on patients with chronic refractory wounds, a randomized controlled trial. Before I get into the details of the study, let's go ahead and break down the title. Firstly, they say clinical effects of high-intensity laser therapy. So looking at how a high-intensity laser can have clinical benefits for wound pain patients. And when I say high intensity laser therapy, we're, we're not talking about surgical lasers. We're not talking about cosmetic lasers or creating or causing any burns. Instead, we're just referring to the class four high intensity therapy lasers that are out there now. Typically, they're newer designs um, uh, and, and they use higher power. And it simply allows us to deliver more light more quickly than some of the older class three devices like what I used to work with. They are very safe. Unfortunately, they are very expensive, and so you're really only going to find these in a clinical setting. But, in, you know, in this case, we're looking at clinical effects of high-intensity laser therapy. Now, the rest of the title actually refers to the type of wounds we're working with, refractory, chronic wounds, 
and then what type of study this is. It's a randomized controlled trial, meaning that there were two groups with randomly selected individuals in each group. One group got the experimental uh, procedure, which in this case was a laser, and the other group served as the control group. So you can compare you know, the group that's getting the experiment versus somebody who's kind of on the same path uh, that doesn't get that experimental service, in this case, again, being laser therapy. So what do we mean when we say chronic refractory wounds? Well, in this paper, they say chronic refractory wounds refer to wounds that cannot heal with conventional treatments for more than one to two months and develop into chronic ulcers, multiple drug-resistant bacterial infection of the incision, and subcutaneous fat liquefaction. Now, these are no joke. This isn't just a little cut that doesn't heal up in a couple days. We're talking about long-standing wounds, open, seeping, gross wounds that are actually pretty dangerous, very susceptible to infection, and in a lot of cases can lead to amputation if they don't get healed up. Now, how does this happen? How do you go from a wound that heals normally to these open, one to two month long, infected, nasty, oozing wounds? How, how does this happen? Well, they say that this can be caused by trauma, severe burns, uh, pressure injuries or bed sores, venous leg ulcers, post-operative infections, and diabetic foot ulcers as well. Um, so especially with diabetes, you know, that one is probably something more people are familiar with. You know, with diabetes, you have an impaired ability for the body to get circulation to areas where it's needed. That's why we have things like neuropathy, where the nerves actually lose circulation and start to die off. Same thing with these wounds. The injury does not get enough circulation for the body's natural healing mechanisms to work to heal it back up. And in this publication, they say that's because wound healing involves coordinated cellular and molecular responses, including immune cell migration, fibroblast proliferation, oxygen and nutrient infusion of new blood vessels, and a positive correlation with innervation, basically meaning we need to be able to get new blood in there, and the nerves need to be able to talk to this area, and we've got to get immune system cells in there, and none of that really happens if something has occurred that keeps blood from reaching that wound. And so instead of the wound getting good blood flow and healing up and you going on about your day as per normal, this wound doesn't get blood flow, it gets worse, it develops into an infection, the uh, subcutaneous fat that's supposed to be kind of a cushion under the skin actually starts to liquefy and then more skin pulls away. These wounds are serious business. If you've ever dealt with this, if you've had a family member deal with this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So what do we normally do? To help these wounds heal up, well, the standard wound treatment includes wound dressing and negative pressure wound therapy as the standardized local treatment for these chronic refractory wounds. However, in the study, they say that phototherapy or light therapy for treating infectious and refractory wounds has attracted great attention as a complementary approach. Laser therapy light therapy, this high-intensity laser therapy in particular, has been reported to have anti-inflammatory, analgesic, or pain-reducing, and wound-healing effects, assisting in the management of patients with musculoskeletal disorders because high-intensity laser therapy can improve local blood circulation, blood vessel permeability, and cell metabolism. Therefore, high-intensity laser therapy can aid in the resolution of tissue inflammation, and promote the repair of refractory wounds. 
So with this idea that high-intensity laser therapy can help with this chronic refractory wound healing problem, these researchers went ahead and set up a study that is quite interesting. They took 59 participants, all between the ages of 30 to 65, who had these open full thickness wounds all the way through the skin, things like diabetic foot ulcers and post-operative wounds, and had this conventional treatment uh, for more than one or two months, then had a failure of that wound to actually heal up. So they took the, those patients, right, aged 30 to 65, open wounds that had not been healing for at least a month or two and put them in the trial and then they evaluated these wounds and they evaluated things like the size of the wound the visible depth how did the wound edges look was there undermining of the surrounding skin or tunneling was there necrotic tissues was there an exudate or you know fluid being produced and coming off the wound? Was there surrounding skin discoloration? How about surrounding tissue edema or swelling? And what about granulation of the wound tissues itself? So they evaluated all these things and they split all these participants into two groups, all right? And one group got a really thorough bandaging program. They would come in and three times a week get the bandages changed, have everything done properly by a good wound care team, and then they would go away. They did that three times a week for three weeks. But then the other half of the participants got that same bandaging wound care dressing program, but before they had the bandages put back on, they were getting laser therapy done. So both groups would come in three times a week for three weeks. One group was just getting bandaging changes done. The other group was getting the bandaging changes done the same way, but then having laser therapy applied before the bandages were put back on. And they used a high-intensity laser with a 1,064 nanometer wavelength, continuous wave, 8 watts, for a total dosage of 80 joules per centimeter squared. Now that's a very high dosage, a lot higher than what we're used to seeing for wound healing. Many times wounds are treated at you know, one joule per centimeter squared or, or maybe five joules per centimeter squared. So 80 joules per centimeter squared is very high. A joule is just how we measure energy that's going into the tissues, right? So high dose just means it got a lot of light and this is a pretty rapid process. They would treat uh, each wound for at least 10 seconds all the way up to however long they needed to cover how big the wound was. And what they saw, first of all, was that there were no side effects for the patients who were getting this laser therapy treatment. There were no negative adverse events, no side effects or anything like that. And what they saw is that the people who got the laser not only had no side effects, but had about a 50% improvement in their wounds over that three-week period, which is really impressive for people who had no healing for a month or two already. And the control group, the folks who weren't getting the laser, they were having the bandaging changes done, but they weren't getting laser, they really didn't see much improvement at all. And so the researchers concluded that high-intensity laser therapy in combination with wound dressing was superior to just simple conventional wound care for the treatment of these chronic refractory wounds. But the significant differences could only be seen starting in about the second week of treatment. 
So in that first week, there really wasn't any difference between the two groups. It was only after that second week that patients started to really be able to see significant differences. And then they you know, stopped the trial after three weeks. But again, about a 50% improvement in just three weeks of care. That's a pretty rapid change for these chronic, difficult-to-treat injuries that had already been failing standard traditional wound care. So there's several takeaways here that I want you to leave with today. Number one, good wound care and proper dressing of these wounds is still important, right? Light therapy, any other treatment is really not a replacement for good bandaging. Sometimes though, good dressing, good bandaging is just not enough. Now, another factor here is the bandaging does have to be removed to have laser applied. Light does not go through bandages, or at least very little of it will. So you've got to have the bandaging off. So if you're dealing with a chronic wound, or someone you know is, and they're getting light or laser therapy, you need to take bandaging supplies with you when you get laser therapy done, because they're going to have to take those bandages off to apply the laser, then you're going to have to cover it back up with good, fresh, clean bandaging and all the right supplies. Okay, there's no replacement really for good wound care to prevent infection and help these wounds heal up. And the last piece here is that this will still take time. Think about how long it's been going on already. You've got to give it enough time to work. These patients didn't necessarily see a lot of benefit until after the second week of treatment. So if you get several treatments done and you're not seeing a big difference, it might not be time to quit. It might be time to give it a little bit longer, maybe in the two to six week range, right? I would say definitely by four weeks, you should be seeing some improvement. If you're not, you might be barking up the wrong tree or there may be something else going on. Maybe your day-to-day -day activities are impacting it. Maybe your diet is just not good. If you're walking on an open wound on your foot, that is going to be a problem too. So we've got to have good bandaging. We've got to protect the area. We've got to make sure that if we're going to do laser on that area, we give it time and we get the bandaging off and trade that out for fresh bandaging so that we're not trying to encourage some kind of infection going on, which of course is going to be a major problem. If you have additional questions about this study and what the researchers saw, you can actually look at the study. There's a link to it in the show notes. You can go there, check that out. It's pretty short. It's not too hard to read either. There's some good information in there. If you have more questions than that, you are certainly welcome to hit us up via email. Our email is info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can also go to the website. There's a ton of additional resources there. And again, you can find a laser therapy expert near you. Just click on the tab that says our our clinics on our website lasertherapyinstitute.org thanks very much for joining me this week and i hope to see you here next week subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org if you're a healthcare provider check out our practitioner focused laser therapy institute podcast thanks for listening